0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Luke Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And a quick reminder to play, you have one week left, Hitman Season 1 and For Honor, both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to play those and come back at the end of this week. We will be talking about our experiences with those games. Let us know yours. And our game of the month for next month, since we're moving into a new month, is Warhammer Four. 40k Inquisitor Martyr, uh, which I picked as it will be my month to pick the game. But if you missed it, we talked about Soul Calibur 6 yesterday on Game of the Month. So if you want to see our impressions on Soul Calibur 6, uh, like a 45 minute discussion on the game, uh, we talked about February's Game of the Month. Uh, yesterday so check that out and join the conversation let us know what you thought of that game as well we are on iTunes Spotify and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us and we have a discord link down below talk to us anytime all the time uh we have two bits of news to talk about today both of them were kind of uh interesting I mean hopefully all the topics we talk about are pretty interesting but these ones are all kind of um,
1: different than normal so let's get into uh the first topic uh ra- That's a good way to start my sentence. (laughs) Valve recently announced uh, that it is retiring its video section from the Steam store. Uh, There's some quotes here from them in reviewing what Steam users actually watch, it became clear we should focus our effort on offering content that is either directly related to gaming or is accessory content for games or software sold on Steam. As part of this refocus, we have retired the video section of the Steam store menu with an exception to video content that is discoverable via the associated game or software store page or through search user tags recommendation. It's also worth noting here that if you already own content, um, you will still have access to that. It's just no longer going to be for sale. Uh, And other than that, they just kind of make a a huge uh, notion here that they they really just want to renew focusing on the gaming aspect of Steam. So what do we think about them getting rid of their video section and uh, going back to essentially where they started? Um, I think it's also important to note as well that most of the
0: articles talking about this also point out that Epic uh, Game Store is a uh, competitor to Steam. And this could also be uh, pushing them to refocus their efforts, uh, you know, for competitive reasons. Um, I think it's interesting because uh, when the video... um options came out for steam for me it just seemed like they were kind of expanding what they offer uh, which seems smart to me Um, i'm not the demographic for it and i don't know anybody who really is but you know amazon started as a fucking bookstore but um but yeah it's interesting to see them kind of like take a step back on that because it sounds like it obviously didn't uh become a big part of of the Steam experience, um, obviously most people are on there for games, and I like I said, I don't know anyone personally who were who was buying videos on Steam. Um, and it was it, it was kind of an interesting thing to have that option, but it's not my first, second, or third place I'd go to for that. So for me, it sounds um, smart of them to recognize that it's not really pulling anything. Uh, or bring anything new to the table. So if anything, it's kind of a wasted effort. Unless you're one of those people out there who actually was buying videos on Steam, um, I feel like no one will really miss this. I'm glad they are honoring what was bought on there already, and you'll keep that, makes sense, you know. Um, But for them to uh, reevaluate how they're running things on Steam, uh, it's always a good thing for people to take a step back and look at what they're doing. Um, Steam is, you know, in my opinion, the PC platform. When you talk about, you know, the Switch, the Xbox, the PS4, for me, it's Steam. Um, Possibly in the future, that could, uh, you know, become more... um, um, expansive with uh you know the epic game store coming out and stealing games from steam essentially um which you know they never owned but they were the standard mm-hmm. uh companies like gog um, that offer a lot of games you know could get a lot more diverse but you know as of right now uh, steam is is the console in my opinion um, the pcs just you know which pc you built but uh but steam's the platform so uh refocusing and looking at gaming is is, is smart it's the most important thing that they offer um they fucking own that market on pc and uh they have to be uh smart and uh possibly competitive in what they're doing in the future so uh better to do that now than wait later when things get weird for them because a lot of people will, will just get comfy oh yeah and then and i'm not trying to make this about the epic thing but it is an important thing to look at they have taken games that would be sold on steam so, um, and not even saying that they're doing this because of that, but it's, it's, it's just an interesting point that they're doing it now. Um, but again, you know, any company that's wasting resources and money on something that's not really doing a whole lot for them and not really making our experience better. You know, no one's like, Oh man, I wish there was more videos on steam. I've never heard anyone say that ever. Um, it's just smart to, uh, consolidate and tighten up uh, all the loose ends. I mean, I random, but like even on our Discord, every once in a while, I'll look at some of the the you know subsections we have and go, are we really using this? Like it's just kind of cluttering the list. Uh, so I'll you know reform them to something else, or we'll get rid of them. So yep. um, and you know we're not even making money off that, so um, it just makes sense to kind of uh,
1: reorganize shit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you said a lot of things there that I was going to say, and I think one of the the, the bigger points that. Um, that you said towards the end there that was kind of my main thought on this is is getting back in the mindset of being competitive because they they really haven't had to in a while. And there are, are a lot of avenues now for people to buy games again. Um, obviously, none of them are necessarily the powerhouse, but you do have, like you said, there's GOG, there's uh the Epic Store, there's Origin, there's Uplay. Uh, and then there's also Discord is getting into the, on the action of, yep. of selling games. And you have forgot about that um oh i forgot the other one now there's another one out there oh twitch twitch with amazon yeah, yeah i was gonna say selling that. games so i mean yep. like they have to start thinking about that be the same way that netflix was very smart about thinking about their future really early on too because people started pulling their products off of netflix to start their own services yeah um, so they had to start doing their own you can only get this here content and steam may yeah. have to do something like that in the future uh, it's funny because they used to yeah, they did <laughs> quite a bit. So it is interesting to see this because this could be the beginning of them doing that again. Um What could- if this pushed them to make Half Life Three finally? That'd be crazy, Uh or anything really. I mean, what are they work? They you keep hearing that they're working on stuff, but nothing comes out. You bringing that up has just opened this up so much more for me now because not only do they have
0: to rethink their store, I forgot they were a fucking developer at one point.
1: Yeah, the so, developer slash publisher. Yeah,
0: so what if what if that competition you're talking about exclusives? They of course could buy people to mm-hmm. to make games for them, um, but I mean they they used to develop games all the time. Yeah. So it'd be interesting for this to get them off their ass and and do something you know again.
1: And they're not the only ones refocusing right now. It seems like it seems to be a common theme right now. And I think a lot of that is because how much easier it is to get into the industry, whether you decide to be a publisher or developer. Um, And how much you don't need middlemen anymore for mm -hmm. most things. I mean, like it's kind of not related, but
0: like even like with E3, you're going to see a lot more people pulling out of that because you don't need an event anymore. You can just directly show people stuff to your audience. You don't need a middleman. Just like with selling stuff people can sell their games pretty much anywhere at any time it, the only benefit is having essentially that digital more, retail space that more eyes
1: looking at your stuff yeah, yeah
0: for sure but if you're a big company and you have the money and you know how to fucking not make origin yeah. um <laughs> even you play doesn't bother me as much as origin i go on there i'm like this is archaic this feels like it's from 2004 this is fucking insane um you could do it i mean like mm-hmm. any any i mean fucking CD, CD project red they own gog don't they yeah, which is fucking <laughs> weird. So, I mean, like, it, it's it's completely doable, and it's going to get more and more accessible, just like anyone can make a game nowadays. Mm-hmm. So, um, you have to start kind of looking at yourself and going, like, what are we offering, and how can we keep it as ours?
1: Yeah, it's, it, and it's just keeping yourself relevant. Yeah, they haven't had to do it for a long you, time. You can't be king forever. Yeah. I mean... This is a weird example, but recently I watched this thing about the last like, 10, 15 years of the stock market and watching companies that I remember being known as like the richest companies. All of a sudden they go, and these other guys who weren't even on the list are now on the top. So yeah. it can happen anytime. And Steam is the powerhouse, but they have a lot of... They've had a lot of small competition, but now they got someone who has a lot of eyeballs on them right now because of one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're offering... Something more uh, incentivizing for developers. So yeah. they, they do have to rethink that. Because um, at the end of
0: the day, everyone who makes anything and they sell it to people, they want they want money. They need money
1: to fucking make more games, support that game. Especially if you're a smaller developer, every penny counts.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, that's a great point, too. When I was looking at some of the bigger games going over to uh, the Epic Games Store... You know, they, they don't need it that bad. I'm sure it's great because every little penny fucking counts. But like smaller developers, that's a that's a larger margin it's of livelihood of, of of money you're getting back for. Well, probably was a lot of hard work if you have a small team or you're one fucking dude. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and like you said, there's a lot of avenues opened up now and they're just going to keep opening up, especially when we first heard the Epic Store thing. I was just like, what? And then now I'm just like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, they had a bunch of attention and money at one at one point. Yeah. It's a great time to try anything early. It's like on Twitter, you fucking everybody does that thing where if somebody if it gets a lot of fucking views, all of a sudden they, you know, throw something out there to try and advertise it. Yeah. It's, it's the exact same thing. It's smart. Um, but I, I hope I think we're we're really expanding on on what this news is, but I think it's an indicator that they are retooling things. And I think it's smart because I mean, the, the the PS4 had to do that too. Yep. The PS4 had a misstep, or PlayStation had a misstep with the PS3, yep. and the PS4 was like, "We're doing
1: gaming shit.
0: We're gonna make an awesome console."
1: Yeah, the time to simplify and focus. Yeah.
0: yeah, and Xbox's made a mistake early on that I think hurt it to this point because the console is great now, but they really were all about you know making an all-in-one box, and everybody was like, "But we want video games," and I think it did kind of slow down the progression early on in 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 that. So. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to look at what's going on and retool it as soon as possible and try out new things. But I give I give Steam credit because even though it does take away from their development side how much emphasis they've put into Steam, which I wouldn't have it any other way. I think Steam's a great platform, but um, you know, I think they were having more ideas towards their storefront than they were towards what valve is as as you know, what it was to us as as customers it
1: constant income coming in man. Yeah, yeah Well,
0: sure so expanding your store makes sense, mm-hmm. but you know, it's less exciting for us so it's kind of it's an interesting thing to see them taking that back now because I don't like I said in the very beginning of this Nobody was excited for that. I don't think anybody is gonna miss this when It's gone
1: Well, country all might I think they were in partnership in that but
0: oh really <laughs> yeah um but yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do next mm-hmm. after this. Uh, this does seem really sudden, too. There it wasn't does. a whole lot of warm-up. They're just like, well, we're getting rid of the video section.
1: What you know, they s- get rid of anything else. I feel like they do that all the time, though. They don't really um, like tell people they're thinking about do something. All of a sudden, yeah. they just change something. Yeah. So, um, and, and they are an experimental company, so this... This isn't weird in that regard either. They've done obviously when they added videos, that was experimental. So yeah, well they are experimental even in their development. That's why Half Life Three never got made. Mm -hmm. It's because their whole
0: like table system of like we got a project here and here and here. Whoever wants to work on whatever, go to wherever you are. Wonder where they went to school. (laughs) I uh, know it sounds pretty similar to uh, (laughs) things in Washington. Anything else you want to say on this? Yeah we should set a lot more out of this than I thought we would let us know in the comments what do you think about Valve removing uh, Steam's video section uh, getting rid of non-gaming content retooling Steam to be more gamer centric again do you think it's in correlation with competition do you think they're just kind of tightening things up uh, do you think this is a good thing do you think it's a bad thing are you going to miss the video section did you not even know there's a video section uh, do you use Steam do you use something else uh, which one do you prefer and are you open to new uh, ways? to buy your digital games on PC. Let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Steam and uh, the future of uh, digital sales on PC. Uh, second bit of news, get your tinfoil hats on because we are getting into uh, rumor territory. This is not official news, but I think it's worth mentioning that about a week ago I saw this floating around on Twitter and I thought it was a big fucking joke. I was reading I was like, that'd be weird, but it sounds dumb. Uh, And it's on Twitter. So I was like, I don't trust anybody on fucking Twitter. But here we are. The uh, glorified bloggers that are uh, games journalism are talking about this now. So I think there's a little more validity. So uh, the rumor is Microsoft will be bringing Game Pass and published titles to the Nintendo Switch. That's right. Xbox games on your Nintendo Switch. So um, I'm going to go into um, I'm going to read directly from this because there's a lot of details to this and then we'll discuss it. Okay. Uh, okay. So according to Game Informer, according to a report from outlet Direct Feed Games, an outlet that has a strong track record for rumors, especially centering around Nintendo, Microsoft, and Nintendo.
1: Nintendo, comma.
0: Yeah. That was a weird. Nintendo. Yeah. Microsoft and Nintendo are about to get together in a big way in the near future. Not only will some Microsoft games find their way to the Switch, but it looks like the entire Game Pass library might arrive via the magic of streaming. The report states that Microsoft is looking into publishing some of their own catalog to the Switch in the form of actual ports. This is in no way strange for Microsoft, who has dabbled in this thing Are these things like lending out rare for games on Nintendo systems and developing and publishing games on Nintendo consoles such as Minecraft? Uh, Microsoft-owned developers like Ninja Theory and Obsidian are still self-publishing their games on the Switch and other systems. This is something that that people keep bringing up, uh, Minecraft and um, Hellblade. Although me and Shabby kind of talked about this prior and we think it's a really weak claim i mean it's technically a microsoft game but those games already existed prior to microsoft owning them so it's kind of it's kind of a weird way to say that they're already doing this yeah but not really like is it. literally just speaking technicality yeah that's all that is yeah uh going back uh, let's see the game specifically mentioned by direct feed is ori in the blind forest uh shout out to keith i know you love that game um a crown jewel in Microsoft's lower key publishing initiatives. Additionally, the report goes on to say that Microsoft will be leveraging their announced Project X Cloud streaming service, which is something that they showed off at E3, which was actually really interesting. To bring Xbox One games to the Switch. Uh, While the Switch can't natively play as hypothetical example Gears 5, Gears of War 5, uh, it could stream it over the internet. This will be done through Game Pass, which allows players to subscribe to a service to access a Netflix-style library of games. In talking with our own sources, it has been suggested that the announcement of Game Pass on Switch could be seen as soon as this year. Um... Yeah, last part. This isn't surprising as Microsoft has been eager to expand Game Pass out as far as they can, announcing plans to revamp it for PC. Project xCloud is a means to an end to get people who don't own Xbox products to spend money on Xbox services, making the Switch a perfect vector for it. For Nintendo, it means games that are unfeasible on the console due to hardware limitations uh, can come to the Switch in some form and provide an added value for them. First off what do you think the validity of this is secondly what do we think about microsoft essentially playing publisher with their games and potentially putting them on
1: switch and other consoles and whatever the hell else you have to say on this whole subject so, so i think this is, first off this is another good example of a company that is obviously in refocus mode um mm-hmm. if this is true and and I, we've been kind of getting that feel ever since phil spencer stepped up to be in charge of xbox um he is definitely less about the competition aspect and more about just like yeah like Phil Spencer making f- making it fun again you yeah. know type of thing which is great i i love that attitude and i hope it spreads like wildfire mm-hmm. um microsoft has been um kind of extra nice with Nintendo lately, too, especially when it comes yeah. to the cross-play system and stuff like that. Um, yeah, they're, they're kind of ganging up on Sony there. They are, and it's nothing but beneficial for, for both companies in that regard. Yeah. Um, I also have to say, I feel really confused. Uh, mixed, I guess is the better way to put that on this. because I feel fucking confused. It's great for Microsoft if they can have a successful uh, platform like this because... Uh, they're essentially getting their products out in more hands this way, and they can make more money off that. However, <laughs> it makes the Xbox less of a thing. Is is kind of a weird what, way to put that
0: outside of the controller and your your ob- not obedience. it's a bad way to put it. Your fandom of the Xbox. What the fuck is the incentive of owning one?
1: Yeah. So it
0: literally, th- not to jump in, but fucking if they become a publisher of games to other consoles which is great for you know the ecosystem of gamers you can get it anywhere that's awesome for us but there in my opinion that's abandoning the Xbox and that's essentially them making money elsewhere but potentially losing money with their console which they can afford to do but the Xbox would only only exist unless the next Xbox has something about it that's so fu- fucking amazing I don't know it it only exists then as an option to have to play their games if we don't have one. That'd be it. Yeah. Because we've already complained that all their games being on PC and a lot of people hate hearing this, but it's 100% true. Exclusive exclusives fucking matter because you need them to draw people in and and give them experiences they can't have anywhere else. And it's great that that Microsoft as a company wants to share their games everywhere. That's awesome for everybody. I would love to just like play you know, a game I've been curious about on Xbox on my Switch, if I felt like it, even though I'd probably play it on the Xbox, I prefer the controller. Um, It's, it just, it completely negates the point of owning that Xbox to have that gateway to Xbox games when they're on everything. We, like I said, on PC, like almost every, I think it's, last time I looked, it was like 14 games that are Xbox only games. People want to say, well, they got exclusives, they have Microsoft exclusives, and now it's going to be, non-microsoft exclusives they're gonna be on fucking everything except for the playstation i guarantee you. that'd be weird as shit but you know it just is, i know so many people who only want to play these games on pc they're not interested in buying an xbox and that's not because you know i like the xbox it just sucks that that there are people who just will opt out of owning the thing completely now because they don't have to have one it's less money they got to spend yeah it's fu- it's fucking crazy. So like it's it's that's why I say I'm I'm confused. Anyway, sorry. I was not trying no, to take it's away fine.
1: from you. um do, to to not like completely say, you know that that people would ban ship the one thing that you obviously could still keep doing on your Xbox is downloading the games to it and playing them directly from your hardware instead of having to stream them. Well, they said they're porting some games though. And I think Ori in the in the Blind
0: Forest um yeah, but they're not going to port Forza sure sure yeah. <laughs> that'd be streamed that'd be streamed and i think it's awesome they're even given that option because you're gonna be able to get like high-end triple-a quality games well nintendo first-party games are triple-a but you know games that cannot be played on a switch right. on there that's fucking dope but but porting a game like orient in the blind
1: forest i think that game would be great and on at home on the switch oh for sure um and and Obviously, in the future, you know, when a game like Cyberpunk comes out and it comes out for everything but can't run on a Switch.
0: You'll be able to play it on there. will
1: be able to play it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's great for Nintendo owners for 100%. And it's also for great sure. for
0: Microsoft because now they're going to make money off Nintendo owners mm. by giving them games that the Switch can't play.
1: Yeah, and, and that's and that's the, kind of the weird spot here, yeah. right? Because it, it's yeah. not a dumb decision, but it's also a confusing decision. It's It also so.
0: it makes me think, like, where the fuck are they going as a company when it comes to a console developer? Mm-hmm. Not as a publisher, this is fucking genius,
1: oh hundred percent
0: they're gonna get in every everything and they'll have their own console if you if you don't want that one they'll be like, okay well, we got ours, but it also takes so much away from that box
1: it it's just it's definitely gonna be one of those things that I'm, is is're gonna be you know keeping an eye on because like what's the strategy is is the strategy just because you know the digital platform is more profit, and maybe that's just the idea there so what if the the next Xbox though is
0: cheaper for them to make because they're relying on the streaming? I mean, they kind of wanted to do that anyway. Like they're pretty much make like a fucking Roku, essentially.
1: Well, it's powerful enough to stream. I think. The was analysts have been saying that not necessarily the next generation, but the one after that was going to be that pretty much anyways. They keep, they've been speculating for fucking ever
0: though. The, the market dictates that not what the companies want. We've seen that already, but streaming is coming for sure. Um, and the next consoles will be built to stream and play games. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying like, what if it's in their strategy to soft go into publishing and the next Xboxes will be cheaper for them to develop. Um, they they might be super powerful, but maybe just powerful enough to stream games that look amazing and better than what games can look like now. Mm. They'd be making money then. Yeah. It just seems like they'd be abandoning, but eventually everybody's going to have their abandoned consoles anyway. mm -hmm. Eventually, you're just going to be able to play whatever the fuck you want on anything. You're going to be watching TV and I'm going to play the newest game right now and you're not going to download it. You're just going to play it. Yeah. Uh, So they might see the future and they're already getting ready to fucking bounce.
1: One, and it wouldn't be surprising just because if you remember, I mean, obviously you do, but for you guys, you know, if you remember the, uh, the E3 where they announced the The system, Microsoft was all about like trying to make this internet only box. Online only. Yeah. They're way ahead of the time. Yeah. Um, and obviously the, the market wasn't uh, comfortable with that now, but if you look at, and I'm pretty sure I saw a survey recently where they were talking about how comfortable people are with digital only now, and it has gone so much higher up now. Um, what digital only games yeah like not buying now, digitally yeah
0: yeah we were talking about that on discord i mean all i side we're getting into this whole thing talking about anthems digital sales and then we started looking up statistics on uh digital sales and i think it's like 80 percent of the market now is digital according to that i'm i'm worried about statistics so. R- well right well and it,
1: even like I, i'm not gonna throw numbers out there but mm-hmm. i just even outside of that i I've, I've i've heard that a couple different places at this point too and it's just it, it's just the nature of it i mean look what happened with music and, and tv and stuff like that now too so um it's gonna happen people yeah are-
0: except for there's nuance to that just because music uh went digital and streaming but people are buying vinyl now sure. at, at a crazy rate and uh people also predicted books would go away they're not even remotely close to going away anytime soon people okay. don't want to they've actually rejected that the market rejected it yeah. uh, years ago. They were like, it's all going to be Kindles. And people are like, maybe,
1: but I still like my books. Well, and I, I certainly hope physical games don't go away because I enjoy buying Well, yeah. some games. Yeah. They'll, um, they'll be there for a while. Uh, but regardless that the comfort zone mm-hmm. is going to become much larger and they can pull something like that again in the future and not get the crazy, uh, kind of reaction they got the last time. I think, um, it's obviously gonna upset some people, but I think it'll be more acceptable. So um, I don't want to see that personally, but I'm just saying that could be also part of their game plan is they they wanted that anyways. Maybe they're just gonna to try to do it a little slower this time. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is really interesting. Like I said in the beginning of this, this is a rumor. So we don't know if it's true, but this is the second time I've seen this and now it's at, at, in you know a bigger focus by by you know games journalism. Um all the major publications so it's interesting that they're talking about this now and you know i because microsoft has already shown that they don't emphasize exclusivity as much as people seems like would prefer with uh putting everything they have out on pc it doesn't seem far-fetched to me for them to do this um like like you said earlier since phil spencer's been running the thing he seems to be more about gaming as a whole which i love his attitude on it but it makes me kind of worried luckily they're microsoft so i'm not worried about them financially anyone else i'd be like what are you doing but uh not nintendo either those motherfuckers got money for days but um and can take risks but uh it just seems it it seems to dissolve the the base of xbox even further if they went through with this Mm -hmm. but overall it would just make me feel confused for them but I think it would still be better as a whole, although I'd hate to see the Xbox become irrelevant unless they start in the next gen emphasizing Xbox exclusives while still offering this to people but keeping certain games yeah for the Xbox. They, they need to do that. They really fucking need to. I want to look at my Xbox and go, I can only play this game on here.
1: Well, I have a feeling we're going to see that anyways, especially when the last... They have to. E3, how many companies they basically said, look at all these people we bought. <laughs> so yeah. they they yeah. have
0: to make Xbox exciting. Where it's the only place. Not not just the console war bullshit where people are like, fuck PS4, yeah, fuck Xbox. That. that shit's dumb. But for anybody to look at the Xbox and go, fuck, I really wish I had one of those because that game looks sick. Mm-hmm. And you can only play it there. They need to do that. They they've completely they tried this and they're doing this maybe. Um But uh, I think they could do this and still make exclusives. And I think that'd be the way to go if they're going to go this route. If they don't go that route and they just make all their games available and everything, I'll start thinking of Microsoft as a publisher and not a uh, console developer. It'll be interesting to see what they say at E3 this year. Yeah, yeah. I think if this is a thing, they're going to talk about this E3. I think it's going to be a big announcement. And I think people will go fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, because they are still going to e3 i believe yeah this is what they said so um but i think overall uh xbox fans and nintendo fans will be excited for this yeah um i do think it is obviously more advantageous for the the nintendo people uh players oh yeah 100 microsoft as a company is benefiting either way so but you know it's cool um if it's true i don't have game pass i um but I do know. I think Josh uses it pretty regularly. Um, I have no idea. I don't sure. think. I don't think Josh plays his Xbox regularly, so I don't know. Well, I think. I think he has Game Pass though, and he downloads stuff on it every once in a while to try it Let out. Let me know, so. Josh. I I didn't know that about him. Um, but uh, and I think it's a neat system. I just it is.
0: Yeah, it's like it's almost like Netflix. Like fucking, uh, it'd be very weird, but it'd be pretty much what they want since you're not playing on their Xbox for you to be playing xbox games on your switch because you can take it around with you it's
1: still their servers technically yeah
0: so So it's it's them adapting in some way i guess but i feel like it's them adapting to a problem they created for themselves so it's it's weird but at least they're doing something and i and i still in the back of my head i still think it's really fucking cool that if i wanted to play an xbox game
1: on the switch you could i mean that's fucking weird to me yeah so it comes available on three platforms um, out of the four, so because
0: then like Xbox doesn't even have to make like a, they never were, but they wouldn't have to make a portable ever because the Switch already exists. Yeah. So if you want to take Xbox games around with you, you download it onto your Switch and go
1: play it somewhere. You know they're eventually going to want to expand this to phones and tablets, anyways.
0: Oh yeah, no, they've already talked about. It. They said that X uh whatever the fuck it's called, Extreme. yeah, that uh, yeah that uh, streaming service. They said you're going to be able to play the highest graphic games on your phone. Yeah,
1: so Bluetooth controller on your you know phone or tablet. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's cool, and I, if they're aggressive with it, awesome in that yeah. regard. So, and we already talked about this before,
0: and we could probably keep going on forever. But you know, E three when they announced the thing, they had a lot of ideas that I still think were um, really ahead of their time. They're really because Microsoft's a fucking tech company. Yep. So they know what the hell's happening in the future, and uh, or they, at least they know where the market's going. So these are not these are not you know just estimations based off nothing so um they obviously they know where things are going they know that eventually they want you to play their games on everything yeah. um they want your money on anything you you decide to play their shit on so it's a uh, it's just interesting and it's them bringing something new to the table again and we'll see how that is um received received mm-hmm. by everybody so i think this will be received well though if this is true. If it's true. <laughs> right. We yeah. so, it. It's a rumor. We don't yeah. know if this is true. We're literally
1: just playing make-believe right
0: now. So. Yeah. I was going to go get some tinfoil and put it on my head while we talked about this conspiracy theory. Anything else you want to say on this? No. I think we covered a lot on that. Let me know in the comments. What do you think about the rumor that Microsoft would be bringing Game Pass and Xbox games Ported and streamed onto the Nintendo Switch. Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? What do you think about the exclusivities on, um, or the exclusives on the Xbox? Do you think this would hurt the Xbox as a console? Obviously, I don't think anybody thinks it would hurt Microsoft as a company. But let me know in the comments as well if you think it would, um, or do you think uh, do you think it's good, bad, and um, what do you think also about uh, Xbox games in general, Microsoft games in general going to everything? Uh, does that excite you? Does it not excite at you do you want them only on your Xbox or do you not care where you play them as long as you can play them? And do you pay for Game Pass? What do you think about that service? And uh, would you pay for that to stream games as well? I think about streaming games as well. We i got a lot of questions for you guys. Let me know everything you're thinking about though in the comments below. And that's gonna do it for this episode of Taste Tuesday on Taste of the Gaming. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out my streams on Twitch at Tasty Sempai, all one word. Hit the notification button to when I go live, you can also watch my streams on this channel because when I stream, I dual stream, so you can watch it wherever the hell you feel like watching it, wherever you prefer. Uh, we have a Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time, and we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you'd prefer to listen to us, save some bandwidth while you're driving or doing whatever you do, you can listen to us. But also watch us on YouTube at Taste of Gaming. Um, also, real fast, uh, make sure to check out uh, Game of the Month that came out yesterday. We talked about Soul Calibur Six at length. We also did a quick Alita Battle Angel uh, review. So check that out for that as well. Till the next episode, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And uh, yeah, until then, take it easy, guys.